1: Hey guys, it's Aspen, Zoe, and Megan. Welcome to Really
2: Going Through It,
1: a podcast where we sit down each week to recap what the hell is going on in our lives. We're all really going through it, so we might as well go
3: through it together. Hello you guys, welcome back to Really Going Through It. Can you believe it's week six already? Wait, actually? Yeah, I was thinking about that last night because we had the intro episode and then the three episodes and then the bachelorette. Holy crap.
1: epi yeah.
2: six going down today
3: epi, epi six That's here we fun. are fun and today we're talking all about business the three of us are business owners um so we'll dive into that and you guys gave us some good kind of topics
1: to chat around so we're just gonna shoot the shit which is so crazy because when we met each other none of us were business owners like we've all <laughs> become business owners yeah. throughout our friendship which is so crazy
3: which i feel like we'll get into with some of the stuff that we have on here because it is wild what happens when you like surround yourself with the right people but before we dive into all of that let's go through some highlights and lowlights i'll go first let's hear
2: okay my highlight is that i'm pampering myself all week with appointments
1: yeah it sounds incredible
2: (laughs) my friend's like are you doing the appointment olympics this week i'm
1: like yeah, yes i am (laughs) basically tune in it's gonna be good (sighs) um
3: my highlight is probably just this weekend we did a lot which i feel like is so fun i feel like it's rare that joey and i together get to do like a lot on the weekends which sounds crazy but we're just like so busy um and he travels a lot but we hung out with friends on friday night and then saturday we went to a concert and just like got a bunch of stuff done and kind of chilled around the house which was fun but then went to the concert and then sunday we weren't gonna do anything and then we decided to go to the fair. Full Random zen. and fun.
1: And so it was just like But you got to choose all the things you're doing, so like it's super fun to just like yeah. be in control of what your weekend is. And
3: like we were just kind of laying around and we would be like, Let's go to this concert and then we went to the concert. Or like, let's go to the fair and then we went to the fair. It was very like not spontaneous. I mean it wasn't that crazy, but it was just a good, fun weekend where yep. we actually like did a bunch and it was fun. Love that. Good weather.
1: Great good weather good people yep per you um my highlight i feel like in the past week i don't want to say the old me is back but like i'm feeling like myself again and myself it's really nice that's fabulous like ben was like whoa the like good. crazy weird yeah. funny dry humor joke just Zoe in time for the yeah so Perfect. buckle up <laughs> Fuck yeah, <laughs> we're <out>. back <laughs> shout out that is so good do you feel like
3: something changed or do you feel like it's just like getting used to your new I, life
1: <laughs> that and i also weaned off of my goal was to make it to six months breastfeeding and i made oh. it to six months and started weaning and i think my hormones just stabilized yeah. a bit or a lot and after. you kind of like
3: get your body back to your like yeah back, i'm not but, like, like to yourself planning every yeah. two and a
1: half hours of like when i'm pumping where i'm pumping if yeah. my pump your is charged like your body's it, yours yeah. again yeah for sure so that was my highlight fabulous we love that low lights. Low
2: lights um i would say my low light was dropping my toast on the ground this morning before my workout
3: <laughs> <laughs> just everywhere
2: <laughs> so i didn't get to eat before my workout but it's fine
3: it's always good when you can't think of a low
2: life. Exactly. Mine was about toast, so.
1: Yeah, that's a vibe. <laughs> Kenny was sick. She had her first, like, bug. That was sad. Oh, like, actually sick. Yeah, like, boogery nose, hmm. super whiny, only wanted to snuggle me, in, which was, like, so cute, but when it's 4 a.m., and you're nodding off, and you're like, I love you so much, and I want to snuggle you, but, like, yeah. please I also go to sleep. sleep. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really sad, because you just, like, want to make her feel better immediately, and I, like, couldn't do anything but snuggle her and whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. She's doing better though.
1: Yeah, she's back to her sassy, yeah. spunky self. So, I guess my low light is
3: that Sunday we were doing shit all day, and so I didn't really get to like reset for the week. So I feel a little bit behind on like yeah, that type yeah. of stuff. But mm-hmm. I got a lot done yesterday. Yesterday was Monday, and I got groceries and did my laundry and things, which is just the beauty of being at home.
1: That's amazing. All of our low lights are like yeah,
3: small you know. potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, you guys. So. I feel like this is a very requested episode. When we first launched the podcast, we kind of asked, like, what do people want to hear? And because we're all very open about our business journeys and, like, we've been on social media for so long, I feel like people were just wanting to know more. And honestly, I think a lot of people probably want to learn from us too, because, like Zoe said, we weren't business owners five years ago, you know? Mm -hmm. So we're definitely new to the game, but I feel like we have a lot to share. And, learn from hopefully you know our mistakes mostly probably (laughs) but inevitable but um yeah so hopefully you guys like this episode and like i said we're just gonna kind of shoot the shit and talk about what we've been through and what we're up to and all of that so Do you guys wanna like introduce your businesses? I know we kind of did this in our intro, but what everybody does. Well,
1: two years ago, three years ago, we started and launched NatureLink, which obviously is a nature resort. Um, So it has a wedding venue on it and lodging, and it's in Northern Minnesota. I recently in June opened up an aesthetic
2: nursing business where I perform injectables. Sounds
3: so like injectable
1: and perform injectables.
3: And I just started a fitness concept, also in Minnesota, and we're early, so that's early. where I'm at the at. The we started, stage, which is so fun. <laughs> we have started. We get the keys on Thursday.
1: That's amazing. So that's where we're at. Do Do any of you guys remember like the moment? <laughs> I I was trying to think about this, and I don't remember like. we talked about it for so long like ben and i were like oh you know we had our airbnbs we really wanted to do more but i don't remember an exact moment where we were like like the idea we're doing a luxury resort in northern minnesota you have business partners did you bring it to them so we got together with him and they were like oh their fellow which we'll talk about also in I feel like today, like we just wanted to find more business owners that we related to yeah. in the cities. So we're like, oh, you know, they just also like own a business. Yeah. So we just like wanted to connect with them. We had no intentions of like working together. Mm. We just like wanted to hang out and like see what they were up to. And we were like, hey, we want to do, you know, like we're thinking our next venture is going to be probably five or six cabins up north, um, more like boutique resort style. And they're like, oh, you know, we're really thinking about doing another wedding venue because ah. they have pine wood. And we're like, wait. We should just do these together. Like, yeah. we're looking within the same two-hour radius. Like, why don't we just, like, do, do it this combine it. And we didn't really yeah. know each other, which is, like, really insane. Crazy. Because, like, the insane. first time we really hung out, we were, like, touring properties together, yeah. which is so gnarly.
3: But you have so many of the similar, like, values and... Yeah, yeah, 100%. And visions. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like that's, I mean...
1: It's, like, a bigger moment, but, like, yeah. not just, like, a... I was sitting on the couch at 7 a.m. And whatever it dawned <laughs> on
3: me. Yeah, I feel like mine was similar I my idea came from just a need like I wanted a place for sure Mm -hmm. to work out that inspired me and was fun to go to and I'm a very like aesthetically I like pretty places and like things so I was like well I'm just gonna build that and then I started bringing I brought it to Molly and we went from there but I feel like mine wasn't a like light bulb moment either it was more so just this is what I need and it doesn't exist so I'm just gonna build it
1: I think a lot of people assume it's a light bulb moment yeah or like they try too hard
3: to To sit down and be like what can I do which I have done for literally 30 years Mm -hmm. like I've been like what can I do and it it doesn't I feel like the way it comes about and that's why I feel like for me it was it's been so fun is because I'm building something that I need yes and I know a lot of other people need it too but because I want this place to exist it's like easy to build easy to vision you know come up with the vision and everything so what do you need find a pain point and I feel like that's another thing with like inventions and stuff it's like totally just find a pain point and like
2: figure it out but
3: like
1: Einstein was like god I really need light in my house
2: <laughs> yeah I'm sick of burning this candle
1: <laughs> literally <laughs> Megan did you have a light bulb moment I think
2: rejection was really mm. like what turned my life what was my light bulb more. yeah like getting rejected so many times I think was just like well I'm gonna create this on my yeah. own and be in control of it so I don't think it were, there really was like a moment but I just think the re- rejection was a redirection
1: yeah when you yeah. like after all these rejections were you like I'm gonna be the best like entrepreneur or were you like holy shit am I like made oh for this am I built for this I think like, it's
2: both I think the yeah. imposter I sit in an imposter, imposter syndrome a lot still but I think it's just that you know, that naivety, what is it, the word? Yeah. Naivety, is that the
3: word? Naive. being naive. You're being naive. Being, <laughs> yeah.
1: is that, Let's just use that term.
3: <laughs> naivety. It comes out like an I'm nativity try, yeah. scene. Being
2: naive and like, having the confidence to yeah start
3: yeah it's like that blind confidence yeah like if we knew what we knew we wouldn't have ever started probably. oh my yeah. god absolutely oh, which is probably where i'm at right now yes. i'm probably like so naive right now and i'm gonna look back and
1: be like oh if she only knew yeah mm-hmm. like poor girl? When she thought that she was gonna like turn the keys and yeah. we we're ready to yeah. roll yeah. Yeah. it's a grind
3: yeah yeah i feel like my whole life though i've always been an entrepreneur like i feel like i was never meant to work a job which is so interesting but like i think back to being a kid i was sitting on my bedroom floor like vivid memories building business like writing out business plans like as like a 10 year old that's when you know your parents are and it's because my parents were entrepreneurs (laughs) like you know so i knew i watched them build something so I knew it was possible because if you've never seen it done or you've never had people around you that are doing it, why yeah. would you ever think it's you could do scarier. it or yeah. that it's even a possibility? For sure. But because I had my parents doing it, I think it was just, it's not like they were ever like, you need to build a business, but I would sit and make like restaurant concepts and like all so of these funny. things as like a little kid. And then as I grew up, like same, it's all, my group chat is always blowing up with like what what's the next invention or like we would come up with an idea and someone would be like that already exists you know but yeah. it's just like that's my family dynamic is constantly innovating and like my brother's the same way he's a PGA pro but he has innovated that industry and like started to twist that into like his own stuff it's just it's crazy when you're surrounded by that type of person so I feel like my whole life I've been destined to be an entrepreneur yeah. But every single day, I'm, like, scared out of my mind that shit's gonna, I don't know. It's just, it's terrifying. Like, I don't think anyone can sit and be, like, 100% confident. It's like you have, like Megan said, the confidence, but also being naive enough to, like, do it.
1: Yeah, totally. I feel like I never thought I would be an entrepreneur. Like, my Mm -hmm. dad has his own business, and it's a family business, but... I never thought that I was, like, capable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had massive dreams to, like, work in public safety. Like, I was like, that's my future. Like, I was so dead set on, like, helping people. Like, that's what I wanted to do. Like, I just wanted to help people. And that was, like, the most obvious solution to me was, like, oh, like, you go into corrections, you, like, help people, whatever and then i started dating ben insert like the biggest plot twist of my yeah. life like he is like guru entrepreneur like loves doing all the things and just seeing the like passion and freedom and drive that he had and how he was able to change so many people's lives but through businesses yeah was really eye opening to me and i feel like he's been a huge obviously he's my husband but a huge driver in like building my confidence mm-hmm. to know that like I'm capable of being an entrepreneur and like the strengths that I bring to the table to like be part of like nature league and stuff, yeah. which naturally I never would have thought that, but has grown over the years.
2: Yeah, totally. I would like to flip this on the head and say, I literally never thought I would be an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm out here just I had no idea. Yeah. Like literally I thought I was for sure was going to be like a nurse, maybe like M.P.P.A. And had no really desire to be an entrepreneur, but I think just a flip switch. So, like, if you are out here, like, I don't know if I can do it, or I really had no desire, but you know, an idea pops up or something falls in your lap, like, try it. Yes. But I go also for it. feel
3: like for you, and we all dabbled in online business, for, not dabbled, I mean, we were all online business yeah, like owners before, dabbled. but I'm saying, like, we took steps it wasn't like totally. one day we were ceos yeah. and just oh my God, opening no. 100%. you know businesses and investing into businesses like we took steps so i think that's one of my biggest pieces of advice is like take
1: a step yeah 100%. and do the Somewhere. things that are uncomfortable and that
2: scare you and that you're like yeah what the hell am i doing
1: yeah i think the biggest thing was like i'm naturally so introverted mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so we would like i so remember this we would go to like happy hours or business events with Ben's companies and the man knows everyone yeah. and can talk to anyone and so he would just get like yapping about stuff and obviously I'm like, oh I've got a jail so I just get discounted immediately. Everyone's <laughs> I'm like, Who the fuck is this girl? You know? Um so That's I had to so like funny. learn very quickly how to like be social network. and network. network. Yeah. Like, yeah. networking is like a totally different dynamic. And now I'm like, oh, I'll go to this event by myself and totally. it's so Crazy. funny to think like five yeah. years ago i would like go to these things and not say two words i would just like soak it in because i'm like what is going on
2: i think that too with like arch like with the grand opening and stuff like before that we would like get together and like have a grand opening and stuff and like with the other girls like i would have never went to that by myself like five years ago and now i'm like yeah i'm going by myself i'm showing up there like i i don't care i'm gonna network people and make connections you're
3: one of the owners it's like of the suites like it's when you're in that position I feel like it's also so a different level of confidence and
1: fun confidence is
3: like the main thing that I feel like you go into an event like that yeah okay I feel like we've kind of been turning into like the creativity innovation side of things when it comes to like how we came up with ideas and everything um how do you feel like is the best way? okay so like all of us came up with these ideas like we kind of thought through it did you guys go through like an ideation process where you're like okay I need to I have the idea now. I need to like
2: execute. Turn it into something.
3: Like, did you guys go through a specific process for that? Oh my god, the amount
1: of spreadsheets. (laughs) I was gonna say I feel like brain dumping is probably like Tony and Ben are like spreadsheet gurus. Like dump it all. Tony Uh pulled up a spreadsheet the other day for like another business idea within NatureLink that we're working on for expansion. And I literally was like, holy fuck. It was like 77 ways down and across and i was like what where am i looking first but i feel like that's
2: (laughs) i never use spreadsheets
1: yeah i'm like like we live off of them
2: well
3: google i'm like a paper and pen person which is horrible yeah
2: it gets so lost but
1: whatever you know um but i feel like i mean we did so much ideation Mm -hmm. like building the business plan building the model i mean there's so much money that goes into all of that and like yeah the branding and holy buckets That's like all like a blur i'm like that was two years ago but i feel like
3: and it's fun because i feel like my like megan and me i feel like that was not that long ago that we were in that process of like finding our brand finding our brand voice finding our like just how it's going to work and i feel like for me it's just brain dump
2: Mm -hmm. it's just
3: get it all out and then it starts to kind of like totally i'm such an intuition person and like a gut person that i will follow like what i feel is going to work or like whatever and i just go with it because at the end of the day you can make changes like i guarantee and you're gonna mess up and
1: you're always gonna be making changes yeah, yeah.
3: i guarantee what nature started as you look back on those Refined initial tuning. ideation documents and you're probably yeah. like wow like yeah, we've innovated totally. from there and that's the whole point is just like start somewhere and start to innovate like we started with a pilates concept we added treads like that wasn't part of the initial idea you know Mm -hmm. it just you just start to make it better and tweak and get little things and then you come out with your finished product and then 10 years from now it'll probably look way different way different and you learn
2: as you grow too Mm -hmm.
1: and i think the biggest thing too is like with brain dumping especially when you have business partners it's such like an elementary term, but like no idea is a dumb idea because mm-hmm. just yeah. like brain dumping like can lead to one thing or another, and like what you might think is like not a good idea ends up being like exactly what your business needs. Yep. Um, or the opposite, an idea yeah. that you think is so good,
3: once you work through it and yes. verbalize it and like talk through it, it might be like that is not the that route. makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. But it, had you not said it and worked out loud through it, and yeah. you wouldn't wrote know. it down. You know? Yeah. yeah. What's it like, Megan? Not because Zoe and I guess both have partners. Like, what's it not? Oh yeah
2: just being by yourself you guys the opposite (laughs) I think it's nice because I'm the like I only have to worry about myself and I like being in control of everything which is sometimes (laughs) Um, but I think like as I continue to grow that I'll obviously add people to my team however like I'm still going to be like the owner yeah I think it's it's also very hard to wear 10 million hats at once
3: and not have someone to like bounce ideas around yeah. with i mean you have friends and stuff but, but someone who's got
2: skin in the game right that has been doing this Day-to-day, you know yeah. so i think that's that's the d- biggest downfall is you wear so many i mean that's just as a business owner yeah. in general, especially you early on you're gonna so, wear so many hats yeah, because yeah. i can't afford to hire a marketing person or no. i can't af- you know so it's like i'm doing everything from start to finish so i think that's the hardest part but it's also nice that i don't have to like okay with anyone i just right. do whatever the hell i want and
1: yeah a big strength of that though when we talk about this a lot too at nature is like you're probably going to be doing hats that you don't love now. So Mm -hmm. like maybe you're doing branding. You don't love branding. Maybe you're working more on like day-to-day meetings or numbers and you're not like, you're not in love with that, but knowing the ins and outs of that. So when you can hire somebody, Mm -hmm. you understand like what it takes to run that position. So so you know how to properly hire it, totally pay for it and what your expectations expectations are. So there's ever like something that's not being met. Like you've done it and Mm -hmm. you've experienced it. Like, when we first opened Nature Link like i was cleaning cabins and i was like getting everything set up and taking photos of my expectations and i knew how long it would take to clean the cabin so yeah. when we built a team that could you know clean it and do all these things like i had photos of my expectations i knew how long it took to clean i knew you know the things that took longer mm-hmm. then so when we go to build another cabin or a different design like things that we would leave out or whatever so i think it, it sucks in some aspects to like have so many hats in the beginning but I also think it's a huge strength. necessary also. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's you have, you have to. to. You
3: have to do shit that you don't love. You have to do stuff that you do love. You yep. have to, even with partners, it's like you can divvy up your strengths which is really nice. I think yes. that's a big totally pro of having partners mm-hmm. is like, you know, everyone has different strengths so you can all bring those to the table everyone has different weaknesses so you can delegate and whatever between however many partners that you have um, but the same goes no matter if there's one of you three of you four of you whatever like you're still wearing more hats than you totally would ideally want to wear so I feel like no matter how you do it and for me I needed partners that were more experienced than me to get things started yeah I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing now without the, my partners yeah so, you're a true visionary so yeah I'm like I will have visions forever and I will be able to like put it all out there but I need help executing it when I have I'm I have a small enough ego I guess to know that like I can't do it by myself yeah like and I probably don't want to so I feel like if you're kind of in that same space where maybe you have an idea or maybe you're like coming up with something don't be afraid to bring on partners I think people get nervous about partners because there's obviously more opportunity for fallout or for like disagreements or yeah. for whatever. But at the end of the day, if it's comes down to not being able to start or starting with partners, start with partners all day, every day, especially if it's your first thing, like you'll learn a hell of a yeah. lot, a lot as you go and then make changes for your next business or for your next, whatever it is. Names. I want to talk about names of our businesses. Cause I feel like that is something that I want to hear the stories of your guys' names, but also I was just talking to someone about the name Rev and we were talking about how it's so funny because I feel like some names of businesses make so much sense or have so much meaning behind them or whatever. Ours is literally, Molly and I came up with it. We wanted something short. We wanted something that was like like mirrored our aesthetic and our the vibe of our studio so we w- dove into the French vocabulary which I actually literally took like 8 years of French and Molly So random Molly has a company that she brings in garments from France and stuff so it kind of like makes sense but not really it just means dream in French I actually didn't know this And I mean that kind of at the time I was like that's kind of a cool thing to look back on like it is a dream and it's whatever but when people are like what does rev mean I'm like it literally means dream in French it was four letters it looked cool mm-hmm. and it's bougie <laughs> and fun like it, classic aspect but like nature link I feel like has oh probably god. way more connection to you know what you guys are actually doing yeah
1: oh my god the process of creating nature link was like the longest most i mean i re- vividly remember driving around and we had like a notes tab open and we were always just like throwing names like literally we'd, like, <laughs> like play words. a game in the car like words yeah like what do you think of when you think of a luxury resort you know yeah. like what are the things that you want to attribute and i wish we still had the document i'm sure someone does but i mean at the end of the day it came down to like all of us felt our best when we were at places that we felt like we could disconnect and just like be outside and enjoy like being able to be in nature really easily Mm -hmm. and a lot of places when you like go stay at hotels or resorts it's really easy to go to a restaurant or it's really easy to do the touristy things but it's not as easy to just like
3: be outside be
1: outside um so we really wanted to help people connect to nature and we're like how do we make that a name and we're like wait this is link. like people's link yeah. to nature um which was just so fun to like think about that and then you know the wedding venue that's on site um we have a name for that as well and that's catalyst and it's all just about being like that is your catalyst to your your future right like I the next that. phase of your life
2: you guys i literally came up with luxon like on a night shift when i was working at hcmc i don't even know how like i was just throwing I feel like that's how it happens. You Just throw shit it at the wall, wall. and yeah. see and I was what just sticks. Like, yeah, you're
1: like, oh wait, I wanted to be works. like
2: luxurious. Yeah, and I was like, what can I make out of this? I don't even know if it's even like a Nate. Like
1: if it's yeah. available. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, yeah. That's the other thing. Is it available? yeah. yeah. But I feel like that you can get really hung up
2: oh I was like yes oh I, I was very hung up
3: I, I would be that person that if I didn't just say F it and like pick something that you would still align I would still be so yeah, caught up totally. and it would never be perfect and mm-hmm. it would never be right and it's just like that perfectionism you kind of just have to let go yeah, and yeah. just make it make it happen and throw something like I said throw something at the wall and just see what sticks yeah I love that
2: let's talk branding my favorite how did you guys choose your branding like what did you do to choose branding
3: I feel like for us, it's a very much, what's the vibe? Like we have a physical space. So what's the vibe of the space going to be like? And what's like the feeling that you want your clients to feel when they walk into the space? Mm -hmm. And bring that out when it comes to your, you know, website, socials, merch. Like everything needs to live and breathe that vibe. So I feel like for us, it was pretty simple to find... The branding side of things, we had a pretty solid vision for it because we had such a solid vision of the physical space. But not a lot of people have, not everyone has a physical space to like bring it out or, you know, bring your branding out
1: of. Did you do all of it in house or did you guys hire?
3: We hired a branding like specialist, I guess. She did our website, she did our logos, she did everything. She's incredible. And she helped a lot with, because we have such big ideas and big dreams of like making this a huge brand we wanted to start from the jump with a really solid brand identity and I feel like that's a big thing of branding that a lot of people miss is like the like kind of science behind the brand Mm -hmm. it's not just like pretty letters and pretty colors there's so much brain that goes behind it that I knew I didn't have and none of us had so we hired out for it yeah and I'm really glad that we did because like I said we have big plans of making this you know it's not just like a one off thing that we wanted to build that brand identity invest in it from the jump which is totally not necessary but I'm really glad that we did it the
1: way that we did it yeah we did the same thing we outsourced obviously once we had the name and you know the the vision that Mm -hmm. we wanted to portray and the ideas and like the feeling like you said we hired somebody out which to see those type of people work oh is like the most insane thing like yeah. the way they talk about how like certain fonts like make people feel and it's obviously so cool. you know those things but like to it see really the inner is, workings is so impressive It's
3: really art and science coming together yes. mm-hmm. and I feel like we I guess Megan and I maybe not as much as Zoe but have like a natural Fuck no I don't a natural <laughs> vision for branding like we're very we have that creative side but to s- watch the creative connect with the science or like the marketing it's just it's crazy to watch them in action and to see what they come up with
2: totally. Which,
1: it's so funny you say that because I tell Ben this all the time for some reason I feel like I'm always failing as an entrepreneur because I don't embody the creativity naturally and i'm like every entrepreneur is so creative and i'm like don't you good luck finding a creative bone in my body like that's just like not who i am i'm more of like an implementer which is not a disadvantage and no. i always have to remind myself that because like everyone needs creatives but everyone also needs implementers like yes I'm really good at like working with the employees and creating processes mm-hmm. and like executing executing items like that's my mojo like I love that so much um but it's so funny because I I mean even still to say way less now that we're several years into it but like I'll still have moments when I'm like god I just like wish I was more creative like I wish I had that yeah but like it's not meant to be my strength. Like there's no, so many other totally. areas in the business that I am like, those are my strengths over other people's, which is amazing. And like, if you're all just what we
3: creatives, nothing's going Nothing to get done. Exactly. And totally. if you're all just action takers, there's going to be no creative creativity creative. behind yeah. it. So you need every aspect of it. I think it.
1: that was probably one of the hardest things for me to learn was like, that doesn't make me less of a business owner or no, less of an entrepreneur, totally. um, which is like kind of crazy. If
3: you're on your own, like Megan solo show, if she had no creative bone in her body, you know, outsource. Yeah, yeah, totally.
2: And I just think in the aesthetic world, there are it's a lot of like nurses and people yeah. that aren't yeah. the most creative, and so I feel like in the aesthetic world, there's a lot of lack of creativity yeah for sure and so i think that's something that helps me stand out yeah um is just being able to bring that to my space and have that creative creative outlet um because you know at the at, at when i first started everyone's like just you know you know start slow and you don't need to spend all this stuff on what the inside looks like. Yes, and I'm you just do. like, yes, you Nowadays, do. I'm like, if it, do, if it's not aesthetically pleasing, like no one's going to want to come, And you, you know, not
3: going to get the free marketing of people taking their Instagram right. yes. selfies like in your, your chair. Needs, I'm going to, yeah.
2: Pay extra yes. for 100%. all of the aesthetically pleasing things yep. because that's how you build a brand. Yeah. And I'm yeah. going to start off on a strong foot, you know, yeah. with my branding. So I think that's one of the biggest things. Is like I knew that I had to have a strong brand if I wanted to like draw in clients and stand out in an aesthetic world that there are a lot of aesthetic providers in and drawing
3: in clients that you want. Like I feel like all three of us own luxury brands.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: So if we're going to own a luxury brand, it has to. Be be a luxury right (laughs) and you have to attract people who are looking for that luxury right so if you walk into luxon and it's a white box with you know a folding chair and and no decor and it's ugly and whatever they're gonna be like why am i paying a luxury price to walk into a space that feels like a hospital
1: right you know like i'm paying the luxury price for no luxury experience exactly Mm -hmm. yeah
3: Interesting. And that
1: falls all on the branding.
3: All, yeah. That's all branding. Yeah. yeah. And obviously you as a person when you greet them, mm-hmm. but that's also part of the brand.
1: Yeah. Do you guys feel like you're both pretty new in like your journey? Do you feel like you guys have learned anything about yourself so far that you like didn't know about yourself before? Like mine is obviously like the creativity imposter syndrome and oh my God, so many other things, but we can talk about it later. But do you have you guys like thought or realized anything? They're like, holy shit, this... <laughs> brought it out in me
3: i I probably am still learning those things honestly because it's so new like it's been i don't know eight nine months of being like really with the ceo hat on of but i think i've honestly probably learned that i i don't have as much self-confidence that i feel like i had previously and i think that's just because i don't really like not knowing everything yeah yeah so I I kind of went from top of the totem pole back down to the very bottom of the totem pole and I've realized that I need to obviously work my way back up and the confidence will come as I grow but I think I find myself saying a lot of things that kind of put myself down not in like a horrible way but I'm like oh I don't know anything about that or like oh I'm new to this or whatever totally which is all just the truth like I whatever but I think I've learned that I have to almost regain that self confidence in this new position, in this new role. Like when you think of the letter CEO, I feel like I'm not a big titles person, but when I think of a CEO, I think of a dude in a suit in a skyscraper totally. in, in downtown Minneapolis. Yeah. And I need to find myself in that role. Yeah. And it's just, it's definitely a learning curve for me.
2: I I definitely agree. I think just the imposter syndrome of like being a fresh injector, I feel like that is something that has taught me so much about myself, like confidence wise and just like believing in myself to that. I know what the hell I'm doing, but it's just like, why would they come to me when they can go to someone else that's been practicing for 10 years? So I think just that's like my biggest learning thing is just showing up and being confident in what I'm doing because I know what I'm doing, but just like people can feel that energy.
3: Do you feel like the mindset that you guys have as business owners, CEOs, founders, is different than you had, I guess we've all been employees, we've all worked for somebody else. Like obviously our mindset day to day is probably different because we're handling different tasks but overall would you say that there is a difference between someone who's meant to be an employee or who is an employee versus someone who's meant to be? A leader, a CEO, one thousand percent.
2: I would say it's I. I would say it's night and day. Like I just think an employee, you go, you clock, and you're working for someone else. You check off all the boxes. Whereas like a business owner, like we've talked about, there's so many hats, and I just feel like the mind. You have to have the mindset of like I'm gonna fucking win today. Like I'm gonna be the best. I'm gonna be successful. Otherwise, I feel like everything comes crumbling down. You know, like I'm gonna provide for people. I'm gonna help people. Whereas I feel like the employee mindset is just. I got to show up today, do my job. I get to leave. I get to clock out at three and you know, that's, I get to clock out and never think about work again.
3: Yeah. I feel like there is that black and white, but I also feel like there's so many employees that have a business owner mindset. Like Joey, for example. And they're the best employees. Joey could run any fucking company in the entire world that he wanted to, but he loves, and I don't even see it as like working for someone else. Like I feel like he has his own business within I don't know it's just I feel like there's certain types of people so I almost feel like it's less of a mindset and more of just like who you are as a person do you kind of fall in line do you are you waiting for someone to give you a task are you you know like you said showing up clocking in clocking out and that's not there's nothing wrong with any of that I just Mm -hmm. think there's types of people and then there's other types of people who are like I want bigger I see bigger I want to build something. I want to, you know, whatever. And I feel like it's almost mindset. But like when I was an employee, I was innovating within the company, you know, and like building my own stuff in the company. For sure. You know, but I feel like the type of job you're in probably also is a reflection of
2: who you
1: are as a person. person, Yeah. Depending on where you're at in your journey. I always think about it as like a rowboat versus a ship. Um, Like if you're an employee or don't have like financial responsibility over the business you're a rowboat like you're gonna have like small waves you gotta like keep the boat moving right like you're part of it but like to be a business owner and to be an entrepreneur like you gotta be a ship like you have Mm -hmm. to be able to handle like the massive waves and you gotta carry people when other people like their boat's not rowing like you're in charge of making sure that like everyone's in the right direction and like you got to take the big waves like head on. Like whenever Ben and I are feeling overwhelmed, we're like, you're a cargo ship, not a robot. (laughs) Like we always have to remind each other because some days like the waves are just hitting so hard and you're like, holy shit. Like I can't take any more problems today. And then another one comes and Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, I'm a cargo ship, not a robot. Like I can do this. And we literally use that term all the time, which is so funny. It's
3: such a good visual. And I feel like that is something that, you can always just fall back on too, yes. where you're like, no, I have to be like a fucking freight train right mm-hmm. now yes. and just plow through it and figure it out because there's a hell of a lot of people relying on me to do that. And that's why I own the business. Yes. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I have that responsibility on my shoulders, which is a huge responsibility um, that a lot of people don't want to take on, which is why they're not business yeah. owners. Yep. Okay. Also kind of going off of the whole like mindset vibe, there's like a lot going on. I feel like on social media and just there's like this shift in our society and our culture right now that's kind of shifting to I hate to even say this but kind of like the softer slower lifestyle not I don't I feel like it was like hustle culture was huge and maybe this is just in like business ownership um corner of the world but I feel like hustle was huge it was like do or die if you're not trying you're dying like whatever, and now I feel like it's a little bit more finding balance in your life. soft girl era. Yeah, finding balance in your life, and like finding whatever, long story short, a lot of people are either pivoting into new directions in their life right now, I feel like it's a big change time, Um, or they're quitting what they're currently doing, or something, they're changing. Do you guys feel like, and I've been thinking about this lately, The difference between pivoting and quitting or the right time to quit, because I feel like for a long time quitting was this like dirty word where
1: you failed if you quit. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: But I feel like a lot of people right now are quitting or pivoting or changing their direction. And I feel like a lot of people probably don't know when to kind of let go and when Mm -hmm. to make that pivot. And I I actually did a podcast like a long time ago about the power of the pivot and when when that can happen for people. But what do you guys feel like that looks like in today's society? Why are people, what's going on? What's your take?
2: I feel like there comes a time and place where you have to like pivot. I, I mean, I think pivoting and quitting, they're kind of like, the same you know like you can pivot away from something that you're like letting go of and that could technically be be quitting but I just think you know when it's time to move on and I think people have a hard time moving on because they're like so caught up in what it was but it's not that anymore I think I went through that a lot um, with my online business just it was time to move on and and I'm so thankful for all of the experiences that I've had in my past because it's led me to where I am now. Mm-hmm. But I would never say like, I, I don't regret one thing. And I think pivoting was the best decision I've made so far for me, myself and my future.
3: I feel like it's always been a gut thing for me. My intuition, like I said, is so strong that I will just follow where I'm being pulled. And I think a lot of people fight that feeling yeah. of when you're being pulled in a different direction because of whatever it is unknown. you're attached to in the past or the unknown of what it could be in the future and so i i guess my advice to anyone who feels like they're in that limbo of like i don't feel like where i'm at is where i'm going to be or supposed, supposed to, be, to be yeah mm-hmm. follow follow whatever it is that's being pulled and i'm not a big proponent of just like quitting and going to the next thing quitting and right. going to the next thing i think it's a very thought-out process For example, when I was quitting my corporate job to move into online business, I took a month of like figuring out next steps, you know, setting up insurance, like all of those little things to make sure that I was moving in the right direction. But I just knew I was being pulled to that world. And I feel like similarly moving, you know, obviously I still work online. I still work in social media and online business, but I knew that there was a pull for me to move offline and a pull for me to go in a different direction and so I followed it so whatever it is that you're feeling the pull to follow it but don't necessarily say see ya to the last thing like I think there's always opportunity to explore and just keep your mind open to what's possible in your future because you just never know what you're going to say yes to that's going to lead you down a completely different path
1: totally I'm naturally a such an overthinker that moments that require pivoting or quitting which i feel like yeah like quitting shouldn't be a bad thing if you've done
3: what you needed to do the work
1: to figure out if like that's what you need to do in your life like if you need to leave leave like my mom needed to leave her job and we're like you need to quit like you are so unhappy <laughs> yeah. like leave the place like there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that but i remember when i had to make the decision of you know leaving past everything that i was currently doing to be able to start naturelink with you know kate tony and ben like it was a huge decision and i felt so much scarcity because you obviously don't know like right. so much is this thing gonna work? Yeah. being a business like, owner in itself yeah. there's so much money that goes into it there's like you don't get to turn it off in the first you know couple of years like there's a lot of like mm-hmm. answering calls whenever and i just there was so much to process and I got caught up in and I've grown so much since this moment like looking back this wouldn't have been any part of a decision but like the societal expectations or like what I thought other people's expectations were of me in that season of my life I was so afraid that I was going to be like letting people down or not doing what I was supposed to be doing but like at the end of the day when I really just like sat with myself and wrote down like all the things that I wanted to do with my life and how I wanted to impact people like it always led to you know doing nature link so for me it was a lot of like deep work on my own and just like writing things out of like what I really wanted my life to look like yeah Mm -hmm. I
3: feel like once again it goes back to like you have the answers inside of you yes always so sit down with yourself and if you don't take time to get off your phone or turn off the tv or whatever and sit with yourself you need to get good at sitting with yourself if you're trying to make massive decisions like that you have to stop consuming and be okay in your own head and a lot of people are not okay in their own heads yeah but that's where all of your answers are yeah Yeah. and And
1: that's so hard to like let go of and realize because a lot of times you don't realize how much society and like external things have an impact on your thought process until you're stripping yourself of it and you're like oh this is actually
3: how i think yes yeah (laughs)
2: 100
1: percent. and i think going back to
2: the pivot like that is a way to prevent yourself from burning out from things which i think we've all
3: gone through
1: oh my god people get burnt out
3: because they're so afraid to let go yes so they're like beating their heads against a wall when maybe it was time to take the chains off totally long ago And, and there's so many reasons for burnout but i do think that is such a big one is you're just staying because you feel like you should or there's pressure coming from other directions but it's not what you actually want and once you sit with yourself and get inside your own head you'll probably realize what it is that you actually want right
1: and if it is something that you like want and you're like i truly want to keep doing this but i'm so burnt out like you gotta set boundaries like yeah that was probably the hardest thing and i remember you know the four of us sat down and we're like we really want this business to succeed but like we also need to Like, we want to raise families and be able to disconnect and experience our own things. Like, we can't say, you know, disconnect and, like, reconnect with nature if we're never doing that ourselves. Like, we got to talk the talk and walk the walk. Um, So, it's really important for us to set those boundaries so we could be successful business owners and build, you know, an experience and a brand for people. But we had to do that ourselves.
3: Yeah, just you have to look inward. So, take some time to just... (laughs) disconnect from everything that you're consuming because it's so easy to go listen to that podcast that's telling you listening to this podcast you're, you're probably listening and you're like
1: I'm gonna get all the answers getting
3: all the no like you're we're not gonna give you answer there's no answer the answer is go sit with yourself and figure out what you actually want in life
1: and then start taking steps towards it totally and I think the biggest answer people always ask you know Ben and I get asked this all the time we get asked this all the time is like oh like how do you get the money and I feel like that's one I will never in my life give anyone financial yeah, advice I am because not qualified. like one just everyone's life is so different and like you're responsible for your own money like yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. how you spend you, it how you make it yeah but I feel like you know I didn't have the capital to be able to like get into nature right like holy shit that's a huge yeah. business to just start but you know, it's it's saving, it's getting creative, and you know, having outlets and avenues to help you build money and just like save, like stop buying all the extra mm-hmm. shit. Like I remember, just like, like the Joneses. Yeah, you know, like Especially I remember just this being like, it doesn't matter if I like don't have all the things, if it yeah. means I can like save up and be part of a, lot of a lifelong look business, wealthy. Oh my god, oh, but I have no I money was in the bank just talking account. about this, <laughs> like I realized that that's my biggest pet peeve. And it's like, what's your biggest pet peeve? And I'm like i realized this last week it's when people pretend that they're super wealthy and then you like really get to know them and you're like wait you actually have nothing and that's so sad because it actually just doesn't matter like no one cares cares. what What is wealth in
3: the long run yeah you know like what if if material things make you happy like there are many material things that i love and make make me happy in the moment whatever a new bag Whatever, whatever it is in the moment, and you carry it, and you're like, "This is so fun! I love it." If that's what you're into, a new car, whatever it is that you're into, I'm not saying like I'm not ever going to be one of those people that's like, "You cannot buy material things." Like if that's what you want, (laughs) freaking girl, go Go get get it. it. But at the end of the day, wealth me is so much more than material things totally. like it really is having a certain life that you can like give to your family and live and Creative how you legacy, feel yeah. like every mm-hmm. day I, yeah. I don't give a shit how much money you make if you hate your life every right. single day it's just yes. not worth it but when it comes to like investing in a business it obviously takes cash money it takes money yep. yeah and i think for me it was saying yes to an online business opportunity and going hard on that to open new doors for myself so i think if anyone's like how do i freaking do this kind of like we talked about earlier start saying yes to things start trying new opportunities don't go crazy and invest all your money into something like be smart but if you know you need to invest a couple hundred bucks to gain an opportunity that's gonna potentially set you up you might fail at it and you might make zero dollars and you it might not be your thing but it might be so It's all about just being okay, taking small risks. I don't think if you're someone sitting there and you have no money and, and you're working paycheck or you know you're living paycheck to paycheck, I don't think it's in your right situation to go invest all of your money into something. Totally. But, you know, start getting yourself around people who know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. People mm-hmm. who are going to put you in the right rooms, and even if you have zero dollars to invest into something connections
1: can get you a hell of a lot farther I was just gonna say like you know you don't have to be the money behind the business like I know so many entrepreneurs that have you know obviously you get bank funding and yeah like we couldn't fully fund nature link like that place is yeah. insane I mean, in two so. years already like you know we obviously have a lot of skin in the game but we also turn to the bank which is like a legit way to start a business and for sure I think so many people are like oh I don't have the money like I you know don't have all the things but use a bank but also you know we had somebody that previously worked at woodchuck and he we have a lot of people that come and want to like you know learn from ben and start businesses eventually and he just came and we were like you can make a lot of money here like crush sales and do your thing and he literally saved all of his money and just like six months ago started his own business and like it's not as daunting as it needs to be if you just like sit down and like think about like we we're like okay if you want to start this business like how much money do you need yeah totally get, how much money are you going to yeah. set aside every single month to get there get organized and like can you you know, get loans from friends or family and then be able to pay that back on an interest rate that's maybe not as much as the bank. Like there's so many options out there. And I think when you're surrounded by the right people and you start to network with people that are business owners, they're going to share their experiences with you and offer insights and, you know, ways that you can do this and different routes that you can do it to help you get there that you wouldn't otherwise probably know yeah i feel like
3: that's step one if you are wanting to invest in a business you have an idea whatever it is start getting yourself in the right room totally just go
1: network google's
3: not gonna i mean you're gonna have a list of 10 ways to raise capital on google whatever but if you just start getting yourself around the right people you're gonna just move in the right direction whether it's today or a year from now you're gonna get to where you want to go yeah if you start just getting in the right rooms. Um, When it comes to entrepreneurship, do you guys have any unpopular opinions?
1: Hmm.
3: I feel like just after this whole conversation, I think a big unpopular opinion that I have is like not everyone that wants to be an entrepreneur or a business owner is going to be one.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. I think the
3: hot thing on social media now is everyone can build something of their own and everyone can make a million dollars online and everyone can do all of these things. And while I a hundred percent agree with that, everyone can, everyone that does, isn't going to succeed. And that might be like a hard pill to swallow for people. But at the end of the day, like, what is it like 99% of businesses Businesses fail? Like even the three of us sitting here, you know, it's like, a whatever that one of us is probably not going to be in these same shoes you know, five years from now or whatever. It just is what it is. And I don't know. I just think social media can make it sound like it's easy to...
1: It's a nice, shiny object. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's
3: easy to build something. It's easy to start making a million dollars. It's easy to whatever. And it's just like, we all came from online business. I would never once say it was easy.
2: No. Holy fuck no. In
3: fact, I would say I would would probably... (laughs) I don't know I think it was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my entire life yeah so I don't know I just think that it it takes a certain person to figure it out
1: yeah it's maybe not an unpopular opinion of entrepreneurship but it's also kind of what you just touch base on I feel like it's becoming almost like frowned upon or taboo to be quote-unquote just an employee and like yeah there is absolutely (sighs) nothing nothing wrong And, like, that doesn't make you any less successful of a person for wanting to not have your own business. Yeah. yeah, 100%. And I feel like everyone feels this, like, need to, like, be in control. And, like, sometimes for some people that means having a normal having a job. Having yeah.
3: a paycheck come through every two weeks. Consistent. Yes. consistent. Newsflash. Business owners don't have a consistent paycheck. Especially in the yep. beginning a days. Especially like, in the beginning. You don't pay yourself don't get paid. for years. Or a yeah. paycheck at all. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I... I I am of the mindset of everyone should get a job. Yes. At some point. Because that's where one you learn, but you also can build your bank account. Yeah. And if I didn't have the jobs that I had, I wouldn't be where I am now. Like you'll figure out your route. It's totally,
2: you don't have to. Yeah. And I just think having a job while you're building a business is probably, it's the best financial decision, at least for me. Like I'm not going to just quit my nursing job. So I don't have, money coming in because and that right doesn't now make you
1: any less of an entrepreneur right no. like
2: like i know i'm not going to pay myself and be investing it back in the business for the next year or two so so you
1: got to be making money to do yeah, that exactly <laughs> you ain't living outside right
3: yeah um okay we talked a little bit about like the circle thing and i want to circle back to that because circle how did you guys <laughs> circle circle how did you guys start getting into the right rooms? because I feel like that's a pretty daunting thing if you're telling people get yourself in the right rooms and they're like all my friends are partying on the weekends and like working at I don't know whatever and they want to get into rooms with billionaires like how in the world do you make that happen I'm still I'm still learning this I have sick friends who can get me help me get in there (laughs) but like how do you find those events I guess Zoe you probably go to like more events we do this all the
1: time yeah
3: yeah just the power of like
1: just like the power of knowing people right it's it's so useful in business but it's also so useful in your life like you know our neighbors are business owners and you know we've gotten to be friends with them but it's also like now she's somebody I can talk to and he's somebody Mm -hmm. I can talk to that also get business um I was just talking with um friends of ours over the years who have become friends he has his own church and we were just talking about i was like i'm really just like craving a group of business owners that are also christian women like it's so hard to find business owners that are faith-based and Mm -hmm. like have really stable marriages like that's like Mm -hmm. really spooky hard (laughs) to find yeah Yeah. so i was like i'm just like really craving that and you know i'm going to be starting a bible study that is only for business owners and women and like You just have to start asking around like the things that you're looking for are out there and it's going to be so uncomfortable to be like, I need to go to a room with people that I don't know and I'm super uncomfortable being around them. But you're never going to grow and you're never going to learn anything about yourself or your business if you're not just like figuring stuff out. Like if there's somebody around you that you're like, hey, I want to learn from you or like ask like go buy them coffee go buy them dinner like people love to just like chat about their experiences Mm -hmm. in their business like don't be like how do i start a business that's just like yours like you know people that's super annoying
2: not even introducing yourself yeah but
1: like (laughs) i've totally gotten together with people that i'm like hey can i you know buy you coffee ben does this a ton and it's just like the power of just getting uncomfortable get over yourself first of all and like stop being so afraid of like rejection what people might say and just like meet up
3: i also feel like if you're working at a company go like talk to your ceo or your manager or whatever and be like you know these are my dreams like you cannot be afraid to share what you want to do in life with people because especially if you're talking to someone that is larger than you or you know doing what you want to be doing they're not going to shoot you down they're not going to be like that's a dumb idea yeah So go to them and be like, "This is what I really want to do. I want to start getting in rooms where there are more CEOs or there are more visionaries or whatever." What do you do? You know, where do you go? Because if you're at a company that has a CEO or someone like, I was literally a marketing intern for Ben, and I was like, (laughs) "I was like Ben, like this is what I want to do." He's like helping me. Like at the time, I really wanted to work with athletes at Red Bull, and he was like, "Oh, I have connections. Yeah, I'll I'll help you. Whatever." So. Just stop being afraid to share your dreams with people because if they're doing what you want to be doing, they're not gonna laugh at you. Right? Totally. Like if, if we, you're talking to your friends that are shit, what, doing what God knows what, they yeah. might be like, "Good luck with that." But I promise that there are people out there that want to help you. Yeah. You just can't be afraid to like dream and talk about yeah. it.
1: I mean prime example we went and stayed somewhere before our honeymoon um and we like loved the place it was you know outside of what would be considered like a non-compete they were just like a really cool place to stay and we were like wow they did this so well like we were just so impressed with like the staff and the service and the grounds and we were like I wonder who the owner is and so we like went online we were just like let's just shoot our message like who knows you know like She had just built this. We were just so curious. And we're like, hey, we'd love to grab dinner and like treat you to dinner and just like learn about your first experience. And you can totally say no, but we would just like love to see how your first, you know, two years of business were. And she sat down with us. She's like the sweetest woman ever. And she just was like sharing her experience and like the things that she learned, things she's like, oh my God, you know, this was a huge no for me. We ended up going with this instead of this. And she's just been like rooting us and like cheering for us in the corner, you know, ever since then. Mm -hmm. But
3: wouldn't have happened if you wouldn't have just reached out yeah
2: right
1: and i just think keeping your connections open
2: like you never know what Mm -hmm. that person you met five years ago you know could do for you or you could do for them the connections you make like throughout your life are just so important. sitting
3: on the plane like i am someone that sleeps on planes like i am not a natural networker but like my parents have met the craziest it's cool people yeah. just mm-hmm. sitting next to airplanes sitting in first class or whatever like and even on like social media people. like even yeah. just connecting yeah. people on
2: social media like i feel like it's such like there are oh
3: my you gosh reach so many
2: people yeah. and it's like you never know like yeah. who I've the had, person is that you're meeting I've what met they could two do
3: girls recently for coffee that are both entrepreneurs in minneapolis just because they reached out and they're like we should get coffee like yeah. you know and it's just like start saying yes to those things yeah. totally start being that person that's reaching out on social media yeah. to the people in your area that you're connecting with and be like girl let's hang out
1: yeah i think a big thing like community like megan prime example like you have arch but you could so easily not talk to anybody in that that salon you know like
3: and they're all business owners they're all
1: business owners they're all like-minded they're all experiencing the same things that you're experiencing on some level Mm -hmm. so just like in some fashion there's a community around you just start talking just start talking asking questions yeah
3: and that's how you get in the room Yep. this has been so fun this is i I I love talking business honestly it just really geeks me out somewhat helpful for someone out there and inspiring and obviously you guys we can be those people. Shoot us a DM yeah, um, at, on Instagram or whatever. Like if you have questions after listening to this episode or you want advice or whatever, shoot us a voice memo and we'll chat back and forth with you. Like we can help be that circle for you guys. We may not know everything, but we we've been through a everything. hell of a lot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So <laughs> we can guide you in some aspect, I'm sure. All right, you guys, it's wedding week. So excited. Woo. Megan, how are you feeling?
1: I'm feeling good. All right she's lounging ready to get she's pampered chillin. all week she's yep. chilling
3: weddings on sunday uh so a couple days after you're listening to this and then we'll be back with a recap
2: yeah hopefully the following week all right, dun, you guys, dun, dun. see you next week Bye. Bye. Bye.